Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together, we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what today is? Well, it is Sunday, mm-hmm. technically, still. Still, yeah. Uh, a little late Barely. on Sunday. Barely maybe? Sunday. Barely Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we might get this out and released and actually up on the site before the end of Sunday. But it's, it's a you know, touch and go there. And so what are, what are we doing? So it's Sunday. That means we're doing... Sacrilegious Book Club. That's right. Mm-hmm. And what are we going over today? Today we are in... The book that we've been in for a while now and feels like we will be in forever. <laughs> a treasury of Jewish folklore, stories, traditions, legends, humor, wisdom, and folk songs of the Jewish people. 
edited by Nathan Ozubel. Okay. And we've covered part one, which was Jewish salt, part two, which was heroes. And we are currently in part three, the human comedy. We've covered chapter one, which was droll characters, including schnorrers and beggars, wags and wits, fools and simpletons, schlemels and schlemozels, mm -hmm. and ignoramuses and pretenders. And today we are in chapter two, rogues and sinners. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Good shit. Mm -hmm. All right, mm -hmm. you ready to get into this? I sure as fuck am, are you? I'm ready, let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so today in Sacrilegious Book Club, we are going to open with Tricksters and Rogues. Oh boy. On page 362. Okay. Okay? Yep. Tricksters and rogues, and all other men who live by cunning and deceit, are treated with almost condescending pity in the folk tales of the Jews. This attitude is not difficult to explain about a people, one of whose cardinal religious beliefs is in God's justice, and in its corollary, that divine retribution must always follow the evil that men do. Mm, yeah, Super. we've heard all about that. We sure as fuck have. Sooner or later, the ethical-minded Jew maintains it must catch up with the rascal and lay him low, if not in this life, most certainly in the world to come. That's what they keep saying. That's what I hear. But that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> so anyway, moving on a few paragraphs down into this uh, uh, introduction that we're in. According to Jewish folk belief, the first evil men in the world were those who lived in Sodom and Gomorrah in the days of the patriarch Abraham. So some, some of these tales are from that time I period see, or see. reference it. Yeah, we know how that how that ended. Ooh, yeah, not good. So good. Yeah. Both the Bible and the Talmud tell of God's wrath against the inhabitants of those cities of sin. Because of their wickedness, he vowed to destroy them root and stem. Root and stem. Got okay? it, yeah. But upon Abraham's compassionate intercession... He agreed to spare Sodom, provided ten good men could be found there. But when Abraham failed to find even that modest number, God descended upon the city in his wrath and destroyed it and all its wicked inhabitants we with talked fire about and this, brimstone. We talked about this at the time. Mm -hmm. He didn't mm -hmm. try real hard to find anybody. He didn't. I mean, it was kind of like a lackluster attempt. It really was. So and it's like, hey. I don't, um, I don't really, I'm not down with that. He's going to kill the, everybody in here. And he's right. Like, no, okay. I didn't even finish my sentence. Yeah. No big deal. Right. You're just all going to die yeah, is all. I give up. You're all dead. Right, right. So um, moving on to page 364. Four, we're going to start with a short little story called You Can't Fool God. Oh, okay. And yeah. Although. You can. I mean, God couldn't figure out where, you know, Abel was. Right. When he died. So apparently you can so, fool God. Yeah. But not in this uh, case involving two twin sisters. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Two sisters, twins, lived in a certain town. They looked so much alike that when they were together... No one could tell them apart. Mm. God could. God right, knew. of course. Although both sisters were married, one of the two was a wanton. wanton? A wanton? A wanton. 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 She was a wanton, wanton woman. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And made a cuckold of her husband. Oh, Oh, damn. that cheaty cheater. Right. She was a whore. She was a <laughs> honey-lipped vixen. She was a bad 
hombre. I guess. Okay. Yeah. One day, on a pretext, this wanton told her husband that she had to go to another town. Instead, she had a secret meeting with a lover. Not that. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's so gross. Man. Upon her return, her husband became very suspicious. Mm. I mean, did she smell like sex on her body? I don't know. Why was he suspicious? what, What was there to be suspicious about? Like... I would like more of that story, Right, please. yeah. But anyway, he was suspicious. And being exceedingly troubled by his doubts, he demanded that she go with him to the high priest so that he might prove her with the bitter waters. Oh, Do you remember God, the, yeah, that's how awful. that goes? Yeah. He's like, if you lie, you die. Right. That's that's what he's saying That's here. That's fucking stupid. Right? If the bitter waters she drank did not harm her, it would be divine proof of her innocence. And to me, would ruin their marriage forever because it's like, you were going to kill me, though. Yeah, right. I mean, if we know she wasn't innocent, but he doesn't know that. And I'm just like... And furthermore, you shouldn't have to risk death because you cheated on your husband. Like, I'm not saying let's all go cheat on our spouse. Right, but it's not worth killing somebody. Death? Like, really? Death? That's the punishment, huh? Yeah, Ooh. divorce is fine. Yeah, that's Death fine. Death right out. Yeah. No. Yeah. Gross. On the other hand, should she be guilty, she would die from the drink. Jesus Christ. Just in case you were curious, yes, that is exactly what would happen. So, I mean, it sounds to me like people would die of it just sometimes, and then they right. just decided those were the guilty ones. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Like It think. must have been like a really shitty fucking drink, mm-hmm. and, and some people died and some people but didn't. If you lived... You're okay, but we're gonna. But if you if we get suspicious again, we'll try it again, and then you might die. Right. So yeah, you know, just suspicious husbands can just kill their wives because Basically. they suspect them of cheating. Basically, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you hear that? Um, I think it's in Texas, maybe, or maybe it's just across the U.S. I don't know. Republicans are trying to um, make it to where um, wives need their husbands' permission to divorce them. <laughs> like that's coming back. Oh my god! You can't just leave your husband. You have to, you know, get permission. That that can't that can't stand. That can't possibly. <laughs> that that can't stand. I mean, right. That's not okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's not human. That what? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Interesting, right? I I want more information about that because that that's what. I mean, it sounds right if it's just Texas, because Texas be that way, but. I got I got to know more about that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's look up into that mm, some more later. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, back to our story. The woman had no alternative and was forced to go with her husband to the high priest for the ordeal because you know wives are prisoners. Right. Which is probably why she was cheating on him. J.K. I don't know their story. Maybe <laughs> he was great. Whatever. I doubt it. On the way, they passed the house where her twin sister lived. With pretended innocence, she said to her husband. I beg you, my husband, let me go for a moment into the house of my sister while you wait for me here. The sinful woman went into her sister's house and said to her, Help me, my sister. My husband is outside waiting to take me to the high priest to put me through the ordeal of the bitter waters. Now listen to me. There is something you can do for me. We both look alike, and if you put on my clothes, my husband won't know the difference, which tells me their marriage wasn't all that great. (laughs) I know I'm a sinful woman, and the bitter waters will kill me. Well, at least she was, like, mm, right, yeah. She's you know, honest. up front. With her sister, at With least. her sister, yeah. 
but you are innocent, and the waters cannot harm you. Go in my place, and you will save my life. Oh, this mm. is so scary, right? Like, I was so nervous how this was going to go. I, I'm still kind of nervous. You like, the be. sister doesn't necessarily have to do this. Right? Yeah, so. yeah. Like, this this story had and, me, like, biting my nails, honestly. And also, I, I don't trust the waters. Right? Regardless of if you're innocent or not. So, either way, it's, it's kind of a shitty situation for anybody. Yeah, yeah. And so the good sister changed garments with the faithless one. Faithless. She cheated on her husband, which made her entirely 100% faithless. Right. You're either all good or all bad. There's no in between. Fuck you, die. Right. Okay? Yeah. And went out to the waiting husband, unsuspectingly, because he was a moron and also because he was a bad husband who couldn't tell the difference between his wives. Right. His wife and her sister. (laughs) He led her into the house of the high priest. There she drank the bitter waters and passed through the ordeal without harm. Yay! I pronounce this woman innocent, cried the high priest. You have misjudged her, he rebuked the husband. Mm. Overjoyed, the man went home with his wife on the way. They passed the sister's house. Do wait for me here one moment, begged the woman, while I tell my sister that I have safely passed through the ordeal. (laughs) The happy husband agreed. As she entered, the wanton sister ran to greet her with tears of gratitude in her eyes. Thank you for letting me not die for being a cheater. Right. Right? Yeah. You have saved my life, she cried, embracing and showering kisses on her. But as she kissed her sister. Oh, no. We got a Romeo and Juliet up in here. This is ridiculous. She inhaled from her mouth the aroma of the bitter herbs and they entered into her body. Oh, my God. With a moan, she fell to the floor dead, her body swollen, her (laughs) belly split. What the fuck? The fucking end. That that's so ridiculous. This right? is like some magic bullshit that they claim. But mm-hmm. that 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 didn't that no. Right? That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that came from the Ibid. So okay. there you go. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh next story, page three sixty-five. Um, it's called the wise rogue. I also refer to it as glass houses. Okay. okay? Which I think you you'll... also refer to it, or yeah. other people do? No, I I wrote in pencil glass here houses. glass houses. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A man once caught stealing was ordered by the king to be hanged. On the way to the gallows, he said to the governor that he knew a wonderful secret, and it sure would be a pity to allow it to die with him. Mm. And he would like to disclose it to the king. Okay. He would put a seed of a pomegranate in the ground, and through the secret taught to him by his father, he would make it grow. And bear fruit overnight. The thief was brought before the king, and on the morrow, the king, accompanied by the high officers of the state, came to the place where the thief was waiting for them. There, the thief dug a hole and said, This seed must only be put in the ground by a man who has never stolen or taken anything which did not belong to him. I, being a thief, cannot do it. <laughs> So he turned to the vizier, who, frightened, said that, well, in his younger days, he had retained something which did not belong to him. Mm, Yeah. You know, mumble, mumble, mumble. Right. The treasurer said that, dealing with such large sums, he might have entered (laughs) too much or too little. Right. Maybe. Yeah. And even the king owned that. He had kept a necklace of his father's. (laughs) So, you know, they all suck. Right. Yeah. The thief then said, you are almighty and powerful and want for nothing. And yet you cannot plant the seed. 
while I, who have stolen a little because I was starving, am to be hanged. The king, pleased with the ruse of the thief, pardoned him. Oh, the end. The, but just that guy. Just that guy. You know, the Nobody rest of y'all else. still got to die. You have to be smart. If you're going to mm, be guess. a thief, you got to be witty and clever. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving forward a couple pages, we get on page 367, Charity in Sodom. Okay. Remember, I told you a lot of these stories yeah. either took place in or referenced Sodom. Right, right. Okay? The people of Sodom practice charity in their own hypocritical way. Whenever <laughs> a poor... Yeah. I loved that sentence. Yeah, yeah. Whenever a poor stranger used to ask for alms, everyone would give him a gold piece on which was engraved the name of the donor. However, there was a town law that no stranger could buy food. So in time, he'd die of hunger. Afterwards, each man sorrowfully would come and take back his own gold piece. (laughs) The end. Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Mm -hmm. Charity. Okay. Mm-hmm. Example in Sodom is the very next one, still on page 367. The rogues of Sodom had an odd custom. The man who owned a cow was obliged to graze all the town's cattle for one day. He who had none was made to graze them for two days. Now, there was a youth of Sodom, an orphan, who lived with his poor, let me turn the page here, mother. Mm. His poor mother. Yeah. He owned no animal at all. But following the custom, he was forced to graze all the cattle for two days. Enraged by this injustice, the orphan went and killed all the cattle in Sodom. (laughs) Then he said to the inhabitants, let him who owned one cow come and take one hide. Let him who had none come and take two hides. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of calculation is that? cried the inhabitants. Don't blame me. You yourself set the example for me, answered the youth. Right. The end. I mean, I kind of agree with that. Like, sure. why should the person that doesn't own any of the stuff that needs to be worked on have to do it? Yeah, but then he's like, if you didn't own any, you get two hides. Not to mention the fact that I killed all of the animals right, that I'm right. now giving out. But he's railing against having to do two days of work versus one for the ones that own it. No, I, I get you. It's just that I don't I don't know that he wasn't going to go to jail on that. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Right. Okay, so next story on page 368 is cunning against greed. Once there was a cunning man who came... Oh, I really liked this one because it's it's silly, okay? Mm -hmm. Once there was a cunning man who came to his rich neighbor and asked him to lend him a silver spoon. The rich man gave it to him. A few days later, the borrower returned the spoon and with it, a small spoon. What is that for? The rich man asked. I lent you only one spoon. Your spoon, the borrower replied, gave birth to this little spoon. So I have brought you back both the mother and child because (laughs) they both belong to you. Mm. Although the man, although what the man said sounded foolish, the rich man, who was avaricious, accepted both spoons. A while later, the cunning man came again to his rich neighbor and asked that he lend him a large silver goblet. The rich man did so. Several days later, the borrower returned the goblet. And with it, a little goblet. Because mm, it had a baby, too. It had a baby. Mm-hmm. Your goblet, he told him, gave birth to this little goblet. I'm returning them both because both belong to you. Mm. After a while, the cunning man paid a visit to his rich neighbor for the third time and said to him, Would you mind lending me your gold watch? With pleasure, answered the rich neighbor. 
thinking to himself that it would be returned to him together with a small watch. <laughs> right. So he gave him his watch, which was set with diamonds. Oh. One day passed, and another, and still another, but the borrower failed to show up with a watch. The rich man became impatient and went to the house of his neighbor to make inquiry. What about my watch? he asked. The cunning borrower heaved a deep sigh. Alas, I am sorry to tell you that your watch is dead. I had to get rid of it. <laughs> dead? What do you mean dead? cried the rich man angrily. How can a watch die? If a spoon can bear little spoons, answered the cunning man, and if a goblet can bear little goblets, why would it surprise you that a watch can die? <laughs> Meaning, you're stupid. Right, right. So, yeah. there's that. Yeah. All right. Moving forward to page 370. One shot too many. I like this one too. Okay. Okay? Yep. When the Passover holidays were drawing near, a Jewish carpenter, not Jesus, right, who had been working in Gamel, was on his way home to his little village with three months' wages in his pocket. As he was passing through a dark forest, he suddenly found himself looking into the muzzle of a robber's gun. Oh, damn. Hand over your money or I'll shoot, roared an evil-looking bandit. What could the poor man do? He gave him his money. As the robber was stuffing the money into his pockets, his victim pleaded with him, See, it's just before Passover. The money you took from me was to have brought matzos, wine, chickens, and new clothes for my wife and children. Do you think my wife will believe me when I go home and tell her that a robber in the forest took my money? That's your affair, growled the bandit. At any rate, can't you help me a bit? Make everything look real so that my wife will believe me? What do you want me to do? Put a bullet through my cap. The robber laughed threw the poor fellow's cap into the air and shot through it as it came down. Fine, rejoiced the Jew. Now fire into my coat. The robber sent a bullet through a corner of his coat. Once more, pleaded the Jew, holding up the other corner for him. No more bullets, grunted the bandit. <laughs> In that case, my fine fellow, to the devil with you, cried the Jew, overjoyed, and he pummeled the rascal so hard that he didn't leave one whole bone in his body. Then, taking back his money, he continued joyfully on his way home. <laughs> that was pretty good, yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is it for that section okay. of Clever Thieves or whatever. I liked some of those. Yeah. That's all right. They were That's fun. Right. They were yeah. lighthearted. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll keep them. Right. All right. So that was our Sacrilegious Book Club for today. It was our Sacrilegious Book Club Sorry, for today. Sorry, I stole your thunder there. Yeah, yeah I apologize. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and obviously it's being released late, mm -hmm. um, but we will be back short. We're doing another episode recording one tonight, mm -hmm. um, and so tomorrow morning, which maybe by the time you get this same time, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, we'll be having our first episode of... Song of Songs, or Song of Solomon, or Canticles, or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, that one. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So we'll see you then. For, oh, oh, and don't forget, you'll be doing the weekly wrap-up. Oh, yeah, and I'll be doing the weekly wrap-up. Mm -hmm, Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yes, that will be happening, too. I know. And then that other one. And then that other. The, the song the of Solomon's canticle, Solomon, Solomon singing canticle. Yeah. So we're going to do that now. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. 
stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.